Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Raven Slayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Ladyboy Chi, a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. I am Ladyboy Gigi. And tonight I have Paul with me. And he's joining me on the show again. And tonight our topic is on primal sex. Primal sex is something that I was introduced to very early on. I once had a Brazilian girlfriend. And when we made love, she would scratch and bite and just go wild. And it unleashed very primal forces in me and in her, I'm sure. And I wouldn't even notice how deep it went until the next morning and I'd look in the mirror and I'd have these long scratch marks kind of red on my skin and I'd have bite marks and just bruises and all over my body where we just had this very passionate primal sex. And one of the things it was it did was it reached deep inside me and I felt the animal within me, that beast, that darker side of our sexuality that just came out and just went wild <laughs> with desire and I don't know how to put it into words exactly, but I know that when we made love 
that passionately and with that much just physical contact at such a deep level, it would take me places that's really difficult to put into words, but I would feel this kind of primal part of myself come out and become part of the sex act. It was just this beautiful sense of freedom and liberation of a deep part of my inner being, that part that's almost went more animal than human for a while <laughs> during that. And it's such an amazing place to go to. It's surprising the first time it happened. I thought, wow, <laughs> is that really coming from me? <laughs> but it felt so good. And it unleashed just these deep desires. I mean, we fucked so hard as... She scratched and bit on me, and I scratched and bit on her, and it looked like, I guess, almost like two tigers or two lions making love, not two humans. <laughs> and it was just this beautiful sense of letting go of the human side for a little while and getting into this just raw passion. But I'd like to check in with Pa, have you ever experienced some really primal sexual experiences? Oh, yeah, definitely. Very, very primal. Like, for me, I remember one experience a while back where we were both at one of the pagan festivals that we do, and there was a girl there that I was really vibing with, and she kept on like digging her nails into me very hard. And the next day I had all of these like crescent-shaped like marks where she had dug her nails like all in my body. And I also remember a time with one of my ex-girlfriends where the next day I went to the beach with my parents and I had to wear a t-shirt the whole time, even in the ocean, because... I knew that my entire back was completely scratched up and there would be questions that I, I really didn't want to answer. And my, my parents even like questioned like why. And I, I remember just looking at my dad and like telling him with my eyes, like you don't want the answer to that <laughs> question, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> A lot of the experiences that I've had with you because of the nature of our, our relationship and our arrangement, like, because it is a BDSM relationship, like, all of the sexual experiences that I've had with you have been pleasure mixed with pain and, like, all, like, conjoined together. So it, that really, like, brings that out in me. And so now... Even in my fantasies, in my fantasies, when I fantasize about sex, I fantasize about us completely devouring each other and <laughs> biting and scratching and you know, all of the good stuff and pleasure mixed with pain. Well, oh, let me ask so good. this. During the experience, where do you go with it? Where does it take you? 
So during the experience, it takes me completely outside of my head. It's in a way like kind of hard to describe because when I'm there, like I'm not thinking with my thinking brain. I am completely switched over to my like more intuitive, more, for lack of a better word, primal, like headspace yeah and so it i think maybe with primal sex it goes even deeper down into the brain down into mm -hmm. the brain more primitive parts of our brain the brain stem oh yeah and for sure. where we have some very ancient i'm not sure of the word but kind of genetic memories mm -hmm. from where we came i mean i've had experiences where as I got deep into this primal, lusty sexual experience, it's like I wasn't thinking anymore. It was just all, it felt very animalistic is the best way I can put it. It just released the animal in me and I became just aware at a whole different level of my body and of my sexuality. It went so deep, but any continue. <laughs> so for me it's really interesting like when you are getting to know a new partner or someone that you really vibe with like at a play party or something like that you go through the whole process where you negotiate and discuss and things like that and that's a very important part of uh sexuality but then sometimes when it comes down into the moment like you stop communicating in words you communicate through body language you read their body language they read yours and you are kind of playing out this um like deeper thing that isn't really possible to put put into words and it's just like completely pure it's like it's a pure act of aggression and submission and all of these things that in in our modern world and in our more like philosophical bent we try to come up with descriptions of it and uh, explanations for it and all of this but like when it comes into the moment it is raw it is pure and it is very difficult to to put words on but like it's something that you feel from deep inside of you and it's a give and a take and it's oh it's so amazing and and wonderful and i know for me when I've gotten into it really deep, oftentimes I'm running just purely on instinct and very, like I said, animalistic kind of driven. And I'm not thinking rationally. I'm not even thinking intuitively so much. I'm deeper than that. It's just this raw, powerful energy that surges through my body and through my partner's body. And I think part of releasing that from time to time, it's so amazingly cathartic. It brings out just this animal in us. And I think as modern 
in our modern world, we don't get in touch with the animal side of our nature nearly enough. And it's through primal sex and really allowing that to come out and getting into the heat of the moment and really unleashing those passions so fully that's just is so amazing where it can go. For me, I self-describe myself as a hedonist, and it really plays into real hedonism to just completely give yourself over into the moment and really feel that cathartic nature to feel all of those things. Like even outside of sex, like some of my favorite things are getting bitten and getting scratched. Sometimes I'll even go around at parties and ask people if they want to bite me. And (laughs) at first people might think it's like a novelty or something like that. But then once I have them do it and they like feel my reaction to it, like they fall into it. It's no longer like this like parlor game or something. They they feel the energy exchange. You think about it, when you bite someone, you feel like their muscle between your teeth and it kind of reminds you of when you eat meat or feeling that that feeling of the muscle or like when you're scratching someone or driving your nails into someone, you feel your nails go into them and like it's so visceral it has an automatic response and it taps into something that's almost like Cro-Magnon inside of us and I think that's a big part of the power in primal sex. Mm-hmm. And I would like to kind of describe the process a little bit. I mean it's not like we just hopped in bed and started biting and scratching. We started caressing at first and then as the passions rose up in us, the scratches got a little harder, the biting got a little harder. And then she started sucking on my neck and giving me a hickey, and then it led and evolved as the process went. And before I knew it, we were going wildly passionately at each other, and it was just this almost a dance of just raw passion and opening up slowly and then building on itself. And with each light scratch, it led to a hard, little bit harder scratch. And, and then it was just this, it unleashed that part of ourselves. It's not something that just you hop in bed and think, oh, I'm going to do this. It's something that's a process that you start building it up slowly at first. And as you get into it, it's like at the night, first night and many nights afterwards, it was like I didn't feel any pain because I was in this whole different state of mind. And it wasn't meant to be painful. It was meant to be just this raw, passionate lovemaking, which it turned out to be. And it was like the next day, I was so surprised when I saw all the marks on my body. I thought, wow, we went really did go crazy last night. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the powerful things 
for me because I've I've more been on the receiving end than than the giving end. I feel like especially with real sensitive areas like my neck when I feel like the skin in my neck between my partner's teeth and I feel them biting harder and harder like I realize especially as it gets really hard like if they bit a little bit harder and they like kind of jerked more like they could do me like real physical damage it's you get that sense of danger but it's controlled you know that this person cares for you that they're not going to harm you but the feeling that you really it's one of the most pure acts of submission that you can do to allow someone to or it can be it can be (laughs) it can be but for me the the real extreme versions that i've been through it, it definitely had that sense of if this person were going to do me harm, I I am absolutely giving them the best opportunity that that they have to, to do harm to me. And for me, that made the experience so powerful because feeling like my pulse as it quickens between their teeth and like feeling that pressure and knowing that, All they had to do was bite a little bit harder and jerk their head a little bit. And they could open up one of the major blood vessels in me and kill me in that moment. I knew that they weren't going to do it, but I knew that they could. And it made it so powerful and so strong and so sexy. (laughs) And I would like to clarify a little bit. It wasn't just that she was biting and scratching me. When I did it with her, is, and that's why I jumped in and said it's not always just submitting to it. Sometimes partners can go together at the same time with the biting and scratching and the, the wildness. It can be two-way, or it could be one-way. depends on who you're with and how you connect with them. And I've done it one way. It can be very powerful, too. Not to, but I just wanted to kind of clarify that, oh, this can be such an amazing experience when you both just kind of get into that animalistic side and delve deep into the passions, deeper than we even have words for it. Something's very deep within our being, deep within our, like I say, I think from the brainstem, the more primal parts of the brain. And it gets us in touch with a part of ourselves that we lose touch with too often. I know for me, sometimes just sitting by a campfire or fire in the fireplace, it can sometimes just start to raise up that primal energy within me. But when you do it in in a context of lovemaking with someone that's really into being very passionate and very ravenous in bed. It can be an incredible experience. And I know that it's not just passionate sex sometimes. I have done rituals in Aphrodite's temple. It's called the call of the wild. 
And the call of the wild is where you basically get in touch with the wild energies in nature and get into that primal sexual drive. And oftentimes we'll either masturbate or make love, and it's more at a primal level without all the biting and scratching, but just that feeling that primal energy come up as we explore sex in the wild. And it's really amazing when you get out in nature and you're running around naked under the stars and you're enjoying playing with one another. It's a whole different thing than making love in your bedroom. <laughs> Any thoughts? So I haven't been through that particular ritual with you, but I do know what you're talking about. Like even in my masturbation, like a lot of times I uh, I masturbate and it's it's pretty like soft and sensual, like especially since you've been teaching me about like how to raise my sexual energy through touch and things like that. But I know that there are times when I'm just so horny and I just like need it. And like all of a sudden the energy changes and like I contort my body. I I writhe and I just like feel it so hard. And like I I feel completely differently in those moments when I just just like from the very beginning like oh i just need this and that through the the training that you've given me with the edging and things like that before our training like these would always be very short sessions for me but now i've learned how to extend it a bit but it's still like completely and utterly raw and i scratch myself and I like sometimes even like slap myself across the face or bite myself as I'm masturbating and like you know this isn't something you necessarily need a partner with this is something you can do completely on your own and allowing that completely like primal energy to overtake you even when it's uh a, a scene that you're doing just with yourself, it can be so erotic and so hot. Yeah. And you mentioned a few shows back, a desert experience. Was that touching on the primal? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like in, uh, it, why don't you review the desert experience? <laughs> so in that particular experience, I, I was uh, hitchhiking with my girlfriend at the time. And normally when we hitchhiked, we tried to find some trees to hide behind or, or whatever. And we typically were very close to civilization because when you've been walking all day and, and, and doing that, you don't necessarily want to really uh, spend three hours finding a place to sleep. But we happened to be in the desert and there were no trees, there was no cover anywhere. The only thing close to us was uh, casinos, and like there was no way we could hide near the casino without getting roused. So uh, we wound up walking really far out into the desert to where we were pretty much out of the sight of 
anyone. And we walked so far into the desert that, like, there was the the cracking sand where it was just so arid and so dry that it made patterns like in the surface of, of the sand and it felt like no one had tread upon, you know, it wasn't true, but it felt like we were in a place where no one had tread for hundreds of years. And it just like put us both into this mindset. And when we got there, we decided we were both like really turned on and really wanted to have sex and so we made sex completely in the open in the middle of the desert and it was so hot and so powerful and like that really did touch on this like primal nature because there again like we felt like we were in this area that like human beings hadn't seen in hundreds of years we felt completely isolated and surrounded by a a form of nature that neither of us had ever like experienced at that point in time and so when it came to the love making that we had like it did definitely feed into that primal energy and we we're just so connected in this way it happened without words and it it was one of the best sexual experiences i had with with that particular partner it was very very powerful and you're right like a lot of it did come from the the primal energy from the place where we made love and that's part of the call of the wild ritual we do is really get in touch with natural nature and natural forces and the energies of nature and it can be such an incredible experience to and I'm bringing all this up because in our culture we make sex very homogenized in a way it's very you know, we're very clean, or try to be, uh, or a lot of us are, and it's so almost sanitized sometimes. Mm-hmm. And to let go and of that sanitization and just really open the door to a more primal level can be such an amazing experience, a whole different kind of sexual experience. I mean, I'm into... A wide variety of things, everything from tantric sex to sacred sex to, but getting into the primal sex, that can be such an amazing process. I know for me, one of the really powerful things that kind of like brings me into like the the primal sexual experience is things like when you are just completely covered in sweat and your bodies are just like sliding over each other from sweat and you're biting and scratching and the the smell of the pheromones coming off of you and just feeling everything in your body like i remember like one of the first sexual experiences that i had after i got done having sex like the first thing that i said to my lover at the time was uh i feel like i could go down a dry slip and slide (laughs) i think that um 
sweat is a very like big thing that brings me into like my like primal energy like feeling my body like grip with sweat and just glistening it's uh it's so powerful and so intoxicating i think another part and it doesn't always have to include biting and scratching sometimes just having a partner grab you and fuck you hard <laughs> or grabbing your partner and fucking your partner really hard and in different positions and different places and making it this kind of almost a game of chase and fuck. <laughs> it can be amazing just the playfulness and it brings out this kind of I, I like to use the word lust for it it really gets that deep experience going for me mm -hmm. when I've gotten into that little cat and mouse game mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it where we frolic and chase and grab and just take on each other sexually and grabbing someone by the hair and pulling them down to my cock or having my girlfriend grab me by the hair and bring her down, bring me down to her pussy and grinding my face into her. It just gets this primal energy going. And so primal sex can take on many forms. It doesn't always have to be about biting and scratching or pain. It can just be about a power dynamic of playing with each other and using force on each other at times. Mm -hmm. There is something just beautiful about forcing someone down on me or mm -hmm. being forced down on them orally. And it's like, it just felt so good to, and then having them sit on me and having me eat them out as they sat and I felt their weight on my face as I licked and sucked and caressed and I'd grab their bodies and pull them down on me and <laughs> it's just it gets into that raw energy of sex yeah like uh, I remember I had one sexual partner and there were a lot of mornings where we would wrestle and you know it was playful wrestling but it got pretty heated and intense and it didn't always lead to sex but we were both surprised a little bit when it did and it did fairly often it may have been my idea it may have been their idea but it was also like and part of it is that element of surprise like especially when you have like uh, a, a regular partner where you don't necessarily have to negotiate every sex act and sexual experience you have with each other. Like that feeling of just grabbing and wrestling and feeling your body is against each other and feeling the, the force of your muscles as you push against each other and never knowing whether it was just a playful thing or if it was leading to something more. And then when it did, it'd be 
really powerful and really strong and intoxicating. And it, oh, it was, it's really beautiful when you find that uh, kind of dynamic with someone. And one of the things that I kind of thought of as you were talking was that oftentimes when something happens like that, it's not an idea either person had. It's just the swelling up of that primal energy within us that guides us into this. I know that's happened to me many times with partners where all of a sudden it's just gets so amazingly just out of control <laughs> in a very amazing way where it just becomes this raw energy between us. And I love feeling that with partners from time to time. It can be so amazing. And there's another part of the primal side that we haven't touched on yet. And that's when sometimes we're making deep, passionate love, just regular lovemaking. And all of a sudden, these emotions swell up. And I know there's been times when I just start crying and giggling all at the same time and or my partner would be and that's touching on some of the more primal side of sex too bringing out that just deep raw emotions and letting them flow out as we pleasure and make love together yeah and that that makes me think about some of the sexual experiences that I've had where be having sex with a partner and it will be great and we're both really enjoying it and then all of a sudden in the middle of it like they say something along the lines of like I want you to fuck the shit out of me I want you that overcomes them and they're like this is what I want right now and it's almost like this immediate need and then when you when you do it and like you feel their orgasm build and it like it just completely sets off this chain reaction that's like TNT and there's this explosion of lust and all of this energy that like almost comes out of nowhere. It, it's so powerful. And I think that's part of our nature as sexual beings. I mean, sex isn't always the same thing. <laughs> It can lead us down pretty amazing paths when we listen to our bodies and listen to our inner desires and unleash them a little bit. Although with consent with your partner, of course. <laughs> and there's ways to obtain consent without saying, oh, I want to, is it okay if I get wild with you? Let it happen and gain consent as you go through body language, through, like, if my partner were to come up and say, oh, I want to fuck you hard right now, then it, within the context of the experience, it starts stripping my clothes off <laughs> or gives some signal that, yes, I'm into this. <laughs> or if I'm not into it at the moment, give her a clear signal or him a clear signal. So it doesn't always have to be a disgust thing. It can, you don't have to 
have this super long discussion, you can just go with the flow and be willing to stop if it's not working right. You'll know as your partner responds to your request or you respond to your partner's, then it'll either go or it'll stop. <laughs> but go with what you feel. And I'd like to point out that what you're talking about is mostly with uh, established partners. Oh, yeah, definitely. With any new partner, of course, you have to negotiate before oh, yes. you do anything. <laughs> and that is definitely with an established partner that we've experienced some of these things because we already kind of had those discussions early on. And it's good to have those discussions with the partners. I, you know... There's times when I feel this sexual calling, the call of the wild, and is that good for you? Is that okay with you? I'll respect your boundaries and in, in each moment when it comes up. And But if it's a good thing for you, let's go for it. And also, I'd, I'd like to say, if you find yourself in an established relationship where like kind of some of the magic in sex has kind of worn off and you, you've felt fallen into this routine and you feel this kind of loss of sexual attraction either between both of you or one one side of the equation introducing some of these elements of primal sex can reinvigorate your your sex life and it can bring out new things and renew the sexual energy that is in the relationship and actually it's a very strong powerful force within all of us that we can tap into it's kind of usually dormant but just by raising that energy and Listening to our bodies, we can raise that primal side of our nature up. And we're coming to a little late for station break, but we're up for station break. And on that note, I would like to invite you to visit our website, ravenslayerleather.com, and be sure to check out our new membership site, join us, Leave some comments and also write the show. Let us know what you think of adult bedtime stories. Do you like our topics? Do you like what you hear? We did get a comment a little while back, and I'm exploring how to do an interview, but we had a listener ask for us to do an interview with a particular person. And so we'll be looking into doing that in the near future. And I definitely appreciate the comments and the requests. And I just wanted to let you know we are working on it. I need to figure out how to do the technology to do a interview over the Internet <laughs> versus over microphones here. While I'm on the subject... Be sure to check out our video training programs. We have a lot of different 
training programs that can help you go deeper into some of the things we discuss on the show. Anything you want to add? Yes, I just also want to let our listeners know that if you enjoy what you hear and would like to support us and help us keep the lights on, we also have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash ladyboygg. And And we have the link on the website to, to that page. Yes, but in any um, any support that you that you can give us, you can support us with one dollar a month, five dollars a month. We're we're really flexible, but any support we get will help us continue to bring you quality content and bring you this information so that we can all build a more sex positive world together. And it's not just building the sex-positive world. It's helping build richer and more amazing sexual experiences for everybody that learns new techniques and listens to the show. I want everybody to expand their erotic life and experience erotica to its fullest. I once had someone say to me, if you don't get the experience... They put it kind of cowboyish, grab the bull by the horns, you're going to die empty. So get the experience, live fully, and then towards the end of your life, you'll look back and go, wow, this has been such an amazing journey. But if we just observe and stand back away from everything, it's not as fulfilling, at least not for me. It may be for some people. I know some people are very much into that. And so, back to our topic. I think one of the things I'd like to go into a little bit is some of the benefits. What are some of the benefits you've experienced from getting in touch with these primal forces? And Well, for me, like I feel like with most people... Because we live in the sex-negative world that we live in, I was a little bit embarrassed of my sexuality. I was unsure about what I was doing. Like, even when I was involved with sex, I think that I was afraid to push the envelope. But after having some of these more primal sexual experiences, it brought me a lot more confidence in myself. It made me feel like my sexuality was okay, that these weren't like negative or harmful feelings that I was having. It really like helped me go through a lot of catharsis that was really important for me to become the person that I am today, especially sexually. Before I had gone through some of these sexual experiences, I, in a way, had like kind of thought of myself as this person that had like kind of like overcome like my animal nature and that I was so evolved and brought me 
down off of like the wrong like kind of thinking where like I kind of built myself on this weird pedestal but I had built I had put myself on this pedestal because I was really afraid of my own nature and for me I think one of the benefits I found in discovering that wilder side of myself that primal side of myself it put a sparkle in my eye it gave me a deeper sense of passion in all parts of my life it made me feel more alive I mean I had a whole new zest for life it awoken something in me and oftentimes we get in I know when I was in social work and I was doing the usual routines day after day and and then one weekend I'd get into this wild, passionate, deep sex and unleash these powerful forces and all of a sudden I realized, wow, I'm alive again. <laughs> I feel so alive and so vibrant and it just woke up a part of me that had been just kind of too lost in the routine. It broke up every all the routines, and it was easy to get back into it because I had to, but it gave me a break from it. It gave me a time where I didn't have to be in control and gave me an opportunity just to go with my natural forces and experience something totally breaking up the doldrums so to speak <laughs> for me i think um, one of the other things that it did was when i was younger and i would have sexual thoughts come up either when i was out in public or or just had sexual thoughts come up that i didn't expect it made me timid it made me uh feel like i had done something wrong but then like going through these experiences that made me realize that that was just another part of myself and you know when i'd have these sexual thoughts come up it it didn't make me feel like i was broken or wrong for having them or that I had done something terrible. And for me, that was a, a major point of growth and really did help me, like I said earlier, develop confidence and self-assuredness. And I know that we've talked about the sacredness of sex. And at a certain level, I think getting into primal sex is a form of sacred sex. It's a part of ourselves that we don't get in touch with very often but when we raise that energy up and get fully into it and allow ourselves to experience that raw passion it's very liberating and I think at a certain level it really helps us accept ourselves at a deeper level as a sexual being as a person that's not only worthy of sex, but that it is truly a part of our nature. 
I think that's one of the things it did for me was it awoken that part of me that said, yeah, I am designed by nature to be sexual. I just got in touch with that. And it's very beautiful and amazing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, I'd feel a reverence towards sexuality that I haven't always felt. And it's really interesting because I think that for a lot of people, they relate their sexual urges, their sexual desires to what Freud referred to as the id, the purely pleasure-seeking portion of you. And that is definitely a part of it. It's something that you should completely enjoy with all of the carnal joys that are there. But underneath all of that, there is definitely also, for those who are willing to look past the surface, there is this part of sexuality that can really help out your soul and feed your heart and make you a better person. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it for me too is that part of the process I went through was that living in a sex-negative culture, we're so restricted on what's acceptable sexual behavior. And we're, it's kind of an anti-sex. Sex is sinful. Sex is bad. When you get into this primal side, it freezes up. I know it kind of tore down a lot of those walls for me where all of a sudden I felt this new liberation with sexuality. I felt it as part of nature and part of my nature to get wild once in a while and really get in touch with those primal forces in my body and let them come out and play. And by doing so, it all of a sudden, all that sex-negative conditioning just dropped by the wayside. It was like all the things I should do or shouldn't do. You shouldn't masturbate. That's bad. No. Oh, masturbation's so good. <laughs> and even having sex with a partner can be wild sex. It can be so liberating and freeing us of the shackles of living in such a sex-negative world and free us from that kind of sanitized sexuality that we get out there, that kind of push towards being proper sexually. gets rid of all that, and you get to the heart of what sex, a part of sex can be by exploring that deep, wild, passionate sex, that call of the wild. <laughs> and I think that's actually one of the things that causes people who grow up in very sexually repressive um, families and cultures a lot of harm, because I think that this primal sexual urge is so ingrained in us that when you are in a family or a culture where there's such a negative connotation. It becomes repressive. Yeah, and when, when it gets repressive, I think that one of the things that torments people is they have these 
primal urges that come up that they have no choice in, but they're taught that those primal urges make them unclean or dirty or unpure. And I think that it's kind of that conflict between what naturally comes up inside of you and what you've been taught your entire life that can cause people a lot of problems. Yeah. And I'd like to kind of look at another part of this. It's like too often in our culture, from very early, we have to go to school, we have to follow this regiment, we have to eventually, after school, either college or getting into a job, and it's like so much of our life isn't our own. And I think by reclaiming the whole concept of primal sex and experiencing it, in many ways it frees us up from that. It gives us a inner power, a reclaimed power over our own bodies. And for me, that felt so good to be able to say, oh, I am in charge of this part of my life. I do have a say in it. I can choose to experience this if I want to. And that, to me, was such a liberating experience. I felt empowered at a level that I hadn't before. And this was something I kind of stumbled into early on with the early girlfriend from Brazil. It was amazing. Now, I built on it and took it further, but initially it was from that experience that it awoke it in me. And it was so powerfully liberating. And I felt a whole new amazement just of who and what I am. It just opened up a whole new part of myself. And it was took me to this place where, wow, there's a power within me that is usually so hidden and buried under all this repression. And I just let it out. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I kind of went through the same experience when I really started tapping into my own sexuality because before that, I felt so awkward as a person. I I didn't feel like I connected with a lot of people and I felt like there were so many things that were wrong with me but as in my early formative years I started getting in touch with this raw sexual energy inside of me all of a sudden there was something that I had that felt completely right that felt so good that it couldn't possibly be bad and it made me feel less awkward as a person. It gave me confidence to to talk to people and it took me some work to figure out how to do that well, but eventually I did and it, you know, created so many avenues for for growth in my life that I would be completely lost without. And I think there's kind of this as you were talking and I've kind of sensed this in my own life. It's this equation you're taught early on that certain social conditioning and a lot of repression around sexuality 
and then you start feeling these sexual feelings come up and you think, oh, I must be really bad because they're coming up. And it's not that they're bad, it's that our society has repressed us so deeply sexually. And when we can awaken them within us and experience it at that deeper level, it is liberating. And and it does empower us at such a deep level. And all of a sudden, we it's like the shackles of living in the dark ages of sexuality just fall, fell off of me as I discovered this primal sexuality and also the sacred sexuality and all the different forms of sexuality. It was like all of a sudden, all these things that I'd been taught early on and all the ways I was disempowered by our culture, all of a sudden I became re-empowered. And it is a form of reclaiming, reclaiming our right as sexual beings, reclaiming our bodies, letting our bodies be our bodies, not under the control of our culture and of religions. I want to experience And if that sounds good for you, explore it. See where it takes you. (laughs) Well, we're coming to the top of the hour again. And I would like to say, do visit our website. Give us feedback. And do rate the show. It helps a lot. If nothing else, just let us know what you think about it. Is this something that you enjoy? Do you get something out of it? You don't even have to leave comments always. You can just rate the show, and sign up as a member. That way you won't miss a podcast. You'll get reminders. (laughs) Anything you want to add to all that before we close? So the last thing I will say is, especially with people who grow up in regress, like sexually regressive families or cultures, that as these feelings bubble up, it can feel awkward, it can feel weird, and it can feel like there's something wrong with you. But rest assured, all of the feelings that you're feeling right now are completely natural and completely normal. There's nothing wrong with feeling these things come up. And with a consenting partner there's nothing wrong with acting on them and if you do you will find a world that is beautiful and intense and dramatic it can be one of the most powerful forces in the world if you embrace it and i guess i'd like to also add to that that Oftentimes with religions or with the social conditioning, it's in a way to control sexuality. But one of the things that helped me with this process was I realized society didn't make my body, religions didn't make my body, nature made my body. And one of the things nature gave me was a sexual body with very powerful, strong desires. 
And to me today, the way I think about it, it's sinful to slap nature in its face and deny ourselves sexually. That to me is the greatest sin. To not with open arms embrace the gifts that nature gave us in our body. And that to me just made a lot more sense than, oh, if you masturbate, you're going to hell. <laughs> that never made sense to me. <laughs> so on that note, explore your bodies. Explore your passions. Explore those wild sexual energies that come up once in a while. Explore the deep animalistic desire within the safe environment and see where it can take you. Let some of these forces awaken in your life. And I think if you're like me, you will be so grateful when that occurs because it is such an incredible experience. So have a good night, enjoy those nocturnal emissions, and raise that good sexual energy in whatever way feels right for you. Good night. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual. <laughs>